Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Tuesday morning. You might know that Ned is quote-unquote retired, but we pay this guy a lot of money because as soon as he gets off the air with me, he jumps in his car, he drives 100 miles an hour to St. Joseph, Missouri, comes back that night and gives us the full report on what's going on in Chiefs training camp. You amaze me every day. And I do 100 push-ups and about 25 pull-ups and all that along with the Chiefs. Before he leaves and <laughs> when he gets there with the Chiefs and when he gets back as his cool-down. Ned, what's happening in Chiefs training camp? Well, according to all the reports, of course, yesterday was very hot. But the Chiefs went out there, went through their drills. There were some players who were absent, but these are players who have been absent with nagging injuries like hamstrings and things of that nature. In fact, uh, when the big kid uh, from the uh, Chicago Bears who they got, he hasn't practiced at all and may not. He has a leg injury. This, this is the long kid. And uh, who knows? Who knows what might happen in that case? But the fact is, the reports are all very positive. Chiefs appear to be in good shape, going through their drills, no complaints at all, and get set for the first game on Saturday night. They are. Uh, man, I every day I hear something else about Trey Smith. Trey Smith, Trey Smith this, Trey Smith that. They are big time hyping on this kid. Just wait. I know you always say that, Ned. Well, uh, drive safe on your way to St. Joe today, man. <laughs> um, so a, I read this yesterday, too, that story in Denver, a uh, fan possibly saying some racial slurs, but then it comes out, they interviewed everyone around him, and he was actually not saying the word. It was something else. It, this is just a weird story. It's not weird. It's a non-story is what it is. <laughs> and it may go down in the books as the non-story of the year, all perpetrated, all perpetrated, Mike, and I'm going to get on a rant here by the media. Guy gets up. He probably had a few foaming brews. It's Coors Field in Denver. It's late in the game. Nobody on the field, nobody heard these remarks. It was picked up by the TV cameras. Guy was standing up calling for the mascot. The mascot's a purple dinosaur or something that they have <laughs> running around in the stands. And he wants his picture taken with the mascot. He's hollering at him. The mascot's name is D-I-N-G-E-R. Dinger. Guy's yelling, hey, Dinger, come on over here. Well, the people watching on TV, oh, my God, he did you hear what he just said? Goes viral. The news media picks it up, goes out with it, says, fan accused of racial slurs, racial slurs yeah. and all the, well, the Rockies, to their credit, go down and investigate it. No, no, no. He's hollering for the mascot and the fans around all agree. This is a day-long investigation now, concluded yesterday. Nope, he was hollering for the mascot. End of story, right? No, 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 no. The media goes to the batter. The batter's 200 feet away. He doesn't hear any of this. Nobody in the field here. They play the remarks for him. He happens to be African-American. Well, I've been called that name before. That may be what he's calling. It's aberrant, whatever the case might be. Player says he doesn't know. Then they go on with the further story. This is what's wrong with America these days. Good Lord Almighty, where do these people come from? Now I'm on a. Now I'm on my rant. You know these what? Are, you know these what are the, unqualified people. Do who you are know doing what? This you know what the saddest thing here is? They need to just need to change the name of the mascot because that's the dumbest name of a mascot I ever heard in my life. <laughs> Purple dinosaur. You heard it here first. But the bottom, <laughs> bottom line is this. Bottom line is this. Why are we going to pieces over nothing? It's what the great Gertrude Stein said. There is no there. 
there. Man, I just learned something. Ned, thank you. Uh, so... <laughs> he's mad I, I'm uh, I inched at least a foot away from him in that whole rant uh, <laughs> so you know um, I love the whole idea of the field of dreams field and that game in Iowa I think that's just a very cool thing but then you know of course uh, Cardinals are supposed to do it last year COVID happens they didn't do it um, but are they going to do it this year it's 48 hours from now as a matter of fact it was to have been the Cardinals and the White Sox last year and COVID as you mentioned came along it's going to be the White Sox and the Yankees. So this will be a an American League game when they play it. It is Thursday night. It's in Dyersville, Iowa, where they're going to have this. And it's a little bit removed, quite literally, from where the movie set was. But it's pretty much the same location. as uh, in the cornfield and all that. Fans are going to be there. Though I think they've erected a stadium that's about ten or 11,000. I'm not sure what the capacity is. But, of course, the fans are all there. It's it's really a unique Biggest thing to happen setting. in that town in a it while. Is. Well, it's 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 real, right in the middle of Iowa. I mean, you got and, a bunch of professional White Sox and Yankees in your little town. <laughs> well, yeah, you do. And these mostly will be White Sox fans since they're really, really a good baseball team. Mm-hmm. So are the Yankees. We'll talk more about them in just a minute. I'm looking at the forecast here to see what it's going to be on Thursday night. It looks like it's probably going to be all right in Iowa for this thing. But I love the idea. Field of Dreams, great, great movie indeed. And now they're going to use it as a major league setting. I'm glad they're able to pull it off, even though the Cardinals can't be in it this year. Hopefully they'll get another chance soon. It's really all wins for the Cardinals right now, and they are kind of doing some things to try and get to that mindset. I think that includes that roster move they've made before the game tonight. Yeah, they had to. The Cardinals were off yesterday. They go to Pittsburgh now and uh, at PNC Park and take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. This is a beatable team. The Cardinals have owned them as the year's going on, have 12 wins over the Pirates this year. But Pittsburgh's not going to roll over and play dead for the Cardinals, not at all. They'll come out and play hard tonight. Cardinals have put K.H. Kim, their lefty from South Korea, on the 10-day injured list. That's all they need now is another injured pitcher. He apparently has some strain in the elbow. That's never a good sign. Anyway, they put him on the list and activated Daniel Ponce de Leon, who was down here on a rehab. Now they're thinking about bringing back Miles Michaelis. And now they're having a few second thoughts on that after he got shelled down here on Sunday night. Seven runs, 11 hits, and three home runs in five and two-thirds innings. Cardinals are saying, wait a minute. Against a double-A team, we better leave him down there for some more rehab. So he's not ready right away, but Jack Flaherty may be. And he may, well, certainly won't be a full game. Of course, nobody pitches full games these days. But he may very well be back in the rotation sometime here in the next few days. I just, I think we were on the same page as far as pulling pitchers out too early. They're just burning them out like crazy. The bullpen you are, yes. Oh, my God. It's just, it's just insane. Um, so, Royals, uh, they get a win against the Yankees yesterday? No, they did not. The Yankees beat them 8-6, but the Royals did establish something of a record. For the first time in the 20th and 21st centuries since 1900, the first time that a Major League Baseball team has come from behind in the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th innings. And in each case, the Royals surrendered the lead in those four innings and came back and tied the game. Did lose it in the 11th, 8-6. to six. But in each case, the Royals did rally and tie. They're a gutsy team. They may not be as good personal, personnel-wise, I should say, as the, as the Yankees or some of the others. They have a lot of guts. They're in there fighting. They're professionals. And I do think this team's going to get to a whole lot better. Now, 
For the Yankees side of things, they win the game 8-6 in the seventh inning RBI single and in the ninth inning, a, a game-leading home run for Luke Voigt. Oh, Missouri State University, yeah. he is back. He's been reactivated. And with Anthony Rizzo sidelined by COVID, indeed, Voigt's getting back into the lineup now. Yeah, bringing him some power big time. Well, that's unfortunate for the Royals. You hate to lose those games. But you know what, Royals fans? They are building a foundation, which I think is going to be a good one uh, for the years to come, which is a good thing. Uh, last but not least, Major League Baseball had something happen 26 years ago tonight, and it was a very historic last. It was indeed. The Cardinals and the Dodgers playing at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. The Cardinals had a 2-1 to lead late in the game. Now, it just so happened that the Dodgers, as part of a promotion, gave free baseball night. In other words, the first 15,000 fans at Dodger Stadium got baseballs. <laughs> not a good sign. So the game is very dicey. The Dodgers are into it with the umpires. Tommy Lasorda gets thrown out. Another Dodgers got thrown out. Cardinals are leading. Fans start throwing baseballs on the field, of course. You knew that was going to happen in the seventh inning. Umpires stopped the game. All right, cleared off the baseballs. They do it again in the eighth inning. Stop the game again. This time the umpire said, if this happens again, we're going to forfeit. Ninth inning, batter is called out on strikes. Argues the call as the Dodgers batter called out. Here come the baseballs again. Umpire said, Niet, the game is a forfeit. That is the last forfeit in Major League Baseball as we speak. Wow. <laughs> Even through last year and everything that happened last year. Wow. That yeah. blows my mind. It's interesting that it involved the Cardinals and guarantee you the last time any stadium in this country handed out anything you can throw onto the field. <laughs> well, actually... It's a good thing they didn't have any bad stuff when they did uh, Ned Reynolds' bobblehead day. Can you imagine Ned Reynolds' bobbleheads just flying into Hammond's Field? How about Ned Reynolds' cutlery night or something? (laughs) (laughs) Thank God that never happened. You have a great day, sir.